0: Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore, the podcast for women 30 plus. This is the place to gather the info you need to know, need to learn, and need to grow. Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore. I am your host, Shakira. And today we are talking about generation suicide. I know it's not a topic everybody's always excited to talk about but I really think it's a necessary topic to talk about. So join me as we uncover and discover some ways and preventative ways of how we can make sure that our friends, our family, our loved ones, our children are protected and getting the help that they need to prevent them from suicide. Let's talk about it. Hello, and I hope you had a wonderful week. I'm going to try my best to continue to post throughout the week instead of just every week because I know it's important to kind of stay in touch with you and to just check in there. Have you listened to the last podcast? Were you unable to? Did you go back to the archives and listen to older podcasts? I always want to know and I love feedback. So please do share. Let's get into today's topic. Uh, So it's not a happy subject, but it's the reality that we're in. Suicide. I felt the need to talk about suicide because we are losing so many great people. Um, Just this week, last week, there was a rapper in the U.S. known as Nipsey Hussle, and he did not commit suicide. However, he was he did pass away due to a tragic death or yeah, it was tragic, a tragedy. Uh, Unfortunately, how um, his life ended, but it made me think about, and even prior to that, just how, how do we value our lives? And how do people value our lives? And it's important to consider the factor that some people take their own lives or their fate into their own hands and we don't talk about it enough, especially in the African American community. It's not talked about. It's not talked about en- enough, I believe. And so I wanted to discuss just some statistics some vitals, some great information, some resources, because that's what we do here on I'm Not 20 Anymore, is provide resources and give you information and teach you stuff and laugh a little and grow together and all of that wonderful stuff. So thanks for listening this week. Anywho, um, so last year in 2018 in the United States, we lost um, several influential celebrities. Now, these celebrities didn't um, have financial issues. They didn't have um, any typical issues that some people go into a rut about. One of them was a TV personality named Anthony Bourdain. First of all, if you uh, watch the Food Network or the Travel Channel, I believe he was on both of them, Um, but he travels around the world and visits different places and eats great food all day. Um, And these are paid trips. Seems like he had great company, friends, a girlfriend or fiance that he had just got engaged to. And yet, he decided it was time for him to end his life. We don't know why. We don't know what he was thinking. We don't know if it was an accident, and he took too many pills. We don't know. But we do know that he's he was loved, and uh, will be missed greatly. Also, another celebrity that um, we lost was the designer, handbag designer, Kate Spade. I've always, I've had one Kate Spade, uh, maybe two, I don't know, but I've always loved her designs. Um, I know she was recently dealing with the divorce. She had children who loved her that were younger. Um, she had, she had the finances. It wasn't finance, but what happens is sometimes it can lead into depression and depression can lead into listening to the wrong voices in your head that say you're no longer needed, you're no longer loved, um, you don't need to be here, you're wasting your time, you've done everything that you need to do in this life, what else is there to do? What else is going to make you happy? And a lot of times people listen to those voices and they may be the wrong voices, but they are. They are the voices that are louder than the voice that says you're loved. People need you here. Ride it out. Go seek help before you get to this, the edge of wanting to jump off and jump out there. Um, There also was an actor who played on Glee. It was Mark Selling. And he also, he hung himself, which, you know, it's two thousand nineteen and hanging yourself is is really something that's I can't say that's older, but I can say I believe it would be harder or uh more pain inflicting to do that, especially if it takes longer for you to you know for you to lose oxygen to your lungs so you have anthony Bourdain who Committed suicide and decided he no longer needed to be here. You have Kate Spade that also decided that her life was done. She no longer needed to be here without consideration of her children and the people who loved her and the people who who supported her. Um, we don't know what their cause was and then you have the actor Mark Selling. Who later we found out that he pleaded guilty to the possession of child pornography and he was facing prison at the time of his death. So his shame caused him to not be able to go on because he knew what he did was wrong. And a lot of times that's also a motive for suicide because you can no longer bear the shame of what you have done or the crime that you have committed, the adultery you have participated in and so forth. And so because you can't live with that, you decide it's time to take your life. And in reality, it's time to really get help so that you can heal to be able to grow from what you did whether it was something that was totally wrong in a sinful, hateful, vengeful nature, it's still necessary to seek out the right help. Now, um, those are celebrities, but there are a lot of average, everyday, hardworking individuals that just say, I can't do this anymore. I can't live paycheck to paycheck. I can't uh, survive off of the salary that I'm getting and be able to take care of my kids. So I'm going to just kill myself. And that way, no one has to take on the burdens that I have to take on. And no one has to deal with what I have to deal with. And there's a lot of reasoning behind why they do what they do. But the reality is this, ultimately... It turns into this selfishness. If you decide to kill yourself, it, it be, it's selfish. And initially, you don't think you're a selfish individual because you think you're helping the other person or people or loved ones because you're you're moving out of their way, or at least that's what you think. I'm moving out of their way. I'm, you know, I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna be in the way if I just leave. When ultimately God is the one to make the decision and determination of our time here, how long we're going to be here. And I don't know why God decides to take others sooner than we'd like them to leave this earth and we'd like to spend more time with them, but... For us to go into our own for let things go into our own hands and to take our own lives, become selfish because there's so many people that are here waiting for you to help guide them and lead them forward. And you're choosing to selfishly give in to your shame and your guilt and your your anger to just go ahead and say, I'm gonna kill myself. It's funny because um, last week, I believe, or this week, uh, they released an album of Marvin Gaye, the uh, soul singer from the 80s, I believe, 70s, 80s. And he had great music. And I guess there was still music out there. And so they released this album. And I really like it. Um, I thought it was really good very, I mean, it was still old school, you know, still sounding. And some of them were remakes or um, remastered, but it sounded awesome. And I I have forgotten that his father killed him uh, while on stage performing. His father came on stage with a shotgun and killed him. And I totally forgot that story. And it was just like, this is horrible. How can a parent kill their child and then I later read that his last words to I believe one of his siblings were my father did what I never had the courage to do myself and as if he didn't want to be there anyway because he was heavily involved with drugs and depression and addiction and he ultimately wanted contemplated to commit suicide and kill himself but he never could come up with the courage to do it so he provoked his father to the point which i don't even know what point that would be because i couldn't imagine killing my child for under no i don't i don't i can't think of a reason but to to stir up enough anger in him that his father operated under another he operated under another spirit that he wasn't even there and he killed his son he he found a way to to move past that that was his son and ultimately his anger controlled and and ruled rather and he killed him and so i say that to say when i seen that i was like wow but he would have killed himself and maybe it was just a matter of time But the part of the plan was, let me get him to kill me. Then I don't have to be, I don't have to do it. So I'm going to have a coward move and make my father kill me. I also have selfish move because I I always wanted to to kill myself anyway. I was going to, it was going to happen either way because I was drowning myself in my addictions and my sorrows and my depression when he really could have just gotten help and not drag everyone else into his, his, his demons, ultimately. I know this is, this is not something I normally talk about, but it really bothers me how people can decide to kill themselves. Now, I do believe everyone has had a suicidal thought. I know I have. Um, I used to work, I was in my early twenties and I used to work at this job and I was the first, one of the first people in that department. It was a new company and I had just gotten out of college and the um, they wanted me to run that department. And I, I liked what I did, but it was a lot of pressure, a lot of responsibility. And then I also had a lot of personal things going on with friendships and the relationship that I was in. And it just seems like nothing was going right at that time. And that pressure, the overload of the pressure, just wanted me to just—I don't want to be here. Say out loud, "I don't want to be here anymore." And one day, I left work and I um, got on the road or started driving somewhere, and I was—and I—and a thought came over me, a suicidal thought came over me, and said what if I just drive off this bridge? And in that moment, I, I thought about it and, and then I was like, I didn't let it rule me. I said to myself, um, no, it's not worth driving off this bridge, but I really want to. And I had those thoughts for a while. Um, in many different areas at times in my life where things got really hard and it was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I feel like it's such an easy way out. I'm just going to kill myself. It's such an easy way out. Um, and then the other side to that is what if you try to kill yourself and it doesn't work and who out there attempted to kill themselves, which I know there are people and it didn't work. Then you're angry or you 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 put yourself in a situation where, you, where now you don't have any legs, so you can't walk. You're in a wheelchair um, because God said it's not your time and you can't force it. So then you're stuck. You, now you're in a wheelchair in a worse predicament. Not that being in a wheelchair is the worst predicament, but what I'm saying is your goal was to die. And it didn't happen. You didn't die. You're living, but now you're living with a condition that could have been avoided if you would have just succumbed to the seeking help part because we listen to that voice, but we don't listen to the other voice. And so I wanted to share that because it happens. It happens often. Now, here's some statistics behind that, um, that I found very interesting now i just wanted to see like where you know where we are as far as suicide rates and it looks like in the in other countries such as the eastern mediterranean region and central age asia republics have the lowest suicide rates now i wonder what's happening there that causes them to not at all you know is it prayer is it their religion um is it their their style, lifestyle, the style of life, their culture of life, of how they live? Thirty um, percent of all suicides occur in India and China. Now, I do know it's it's funny because both of those places are very saturate, highly people populated, saturated areas. Um, where I, I have been to India, and there was. It's a lot of people there and there's a lot of, it's, it's either you're rich or you're poor. There's no in between. So either you have it or you don't. And that's it. And in China, I've never been to China, but I do know, um, you know, their manufacturing place. Um, and there's a lot of pressure. I can only imagine. And, um, they're very strict. And so there's a lot of things that they're, they're under. Now, suicides globally by age, 55% of people that between the ages of 15 to 44, they're suicides. So between the ages of 15 and 44, 55% of suicides happen. That's a lot. That's too much. And between 45 and older is 45%. Now the youth suicide of course is increasing at a at the greatest rate. Now I don't know if I I do believe that social media has a played a huge role and recently I've seen several different stories of young generation 10-year-old, 8-year-olds that have been committing suicide and even African American children they have been committing suicide. And a lot of it deals with bullying, cyberbullying, school, direct face-to-face bullying, um, the leniency of the type of schools that they go to, uh, inclusion, and just different different things that's currently happening. Overall, um, the 11th leading cause of death in the U.S. for Americans is suicide. And the third leading cause, third leading cause of death for young people between 15 and 24 is suicide. The ages of 15 to 24 is the most influential times and period of a child's life. You are growing, you are learning, you're maturing, you're understanding concepts, you're learning responsibility and you're committing suicide, which hurts my whole entire heart. Um, Now, although suicide has become a a big problem with uh, young adults, the death rates continue to be the highest among older adults ages 65 years and older. Isn't that odd Um, that you you make it to 65 and now you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to let my life go. Now, we don't hear about it as often, but that doesn't mean that it's not happening. It's just they're not reporting it as much in the news. And I don't know if part of that is the um, aging and ailments and health issues and people just deciding they don't want to do it anymore. Uh, But they're here. I do not know that answer. I don't I don't have all t- t- these statistics when it comes to that. Now, males are four times more likely to die from suicide than females. And females are more likely to attempt suicide than males. It, now, if men are four times more likely to die from suicide, and I just discussed this, like what if you do it and you don't die? so men will die they have died four times and then females are more likely to attempt suicide than males i have i have never considered slitting wrists although i have i've known people who have done it um it became a addictive thing especially in high school um this just hurts my whole heart uh Now, 1 million people die from suicide, which represents a global mortality rate of 16 people over 100,000, or, which sounds worse, one death every 40 seconds. Yikes. It's predicted that by 2020, the rate of death will increase to one every 20 seconds that is pretty 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 high and it's only next year um and it's happening more and more so I, it's just it's it's like there's finances there's finance factors there's relationship factors there's love factors there's heartbreak heartache pain physical so many reasons but really the true reason is none we should have no reason to kill ourselves none However, this is for people who are maybe considering it or who know someone um, or just things that you should know about the warning signs. Now, there are warning signs to suicide and some of it deals with depression and anger and lack and being alone and fear and so many things. And, you know, sometimes it feels like that commercial that comes on late night and it says, are you hungry? are you thirsty? Did you eat? And I know, of course, I'm just joking when it says that. But really, it has so many, so many symptoms that you're like, yeah, that could be me. Am I tired? Yeah. Do I get up late? Yeah. Uh, Do you know, do I do the hokey pokey and turn myself around? I yeah, you know, and and you, you ultimately, you know, you're like, trying to fit yourself in this pattern but it sounds like it really fits everybody but still we must pay attention because sometimes there are warning there are warning signs for everything um there are warning signs when it comes to depression and you know that could be sleep that can be lack of caring um and there's a depression stupor that i know too well um, that can just, you can just go into it and it becomes this funk, but you don't want the funk to sit there too long. Um, and so seeking help is important. Finding someone you don't know, a counselor, a loved one, a pastor, a friend, someone you can trust someone or has no, they know nothing about you, either a hospital, anything, but seek the help. So here's some warning signs, um, that may indicate that someone is in danger or possibly thinking about it and you have to pay attention. You have to listen. Sometimes people just don't listen and all the signs are there and they're like, I didn't know that they were sad. I wasn't, you know, and it's like, get out of your self bubble, the little bubble that's all about you. Get out of it because you don't know, you know, you don't know until you're actually paying attention Um, so talking about wanting to die or to kill yourself, looking for a way to kill yourself. That's, I mean, that's completely evident, uh, talking about feeling hopeless or having no purpose. Now, of course, there's people who don't have purpose or they don't know what their purpose is. Um, that's a little different, but when you, when you start to say, you know, I don't know if I need to be here this is a waste. life is better if nobody has me here. That's all talk that is can lead to you attempting to just kill yourself. Talking about feeling trapped. Um, talking about being in unbearable pain. Talking about being a burden to others. I don't want to be a burden to others. I'm just going to kill myself and get rid of it. Um, increasing the use of alcohol or drugs you know, now I do not condone, um, doing drugs or, um, being hefty and alcohol and stuff like that. Um, there was a time in my life that, that was a part of my life. Um, it's not anymore, but I will say, and especially excessively, um, but I will say, um, There was a time where I went into a depression and I would drink a lot excessively. And, um, and to the point where I knew I was going into a depression because the habit, the drinking habit was no longer fun anymore. It was just, I'm just going to drown myself in this. And if I wake up tomorrow, I wake up. And if I don't wake up, I don't wake up. And there wasn't a sign that no one else knew unless you were around me, but you wouldn't have known that I was excessively drinking like this. So sometimes it's, okay, it's good to just check on your friends, check on them, see if they're okay. Um, see how things are going because the, you, they may not be telling you, but they're, they're doing it. And um, you don't want to find out when it's too late when you could have helped them. Uh, another sign is acting anxious, agitated, or reckless. Like you are reckless. You're just doing anything. You don't even care if you lose your life, sleeping too little or sleeping too much. Now I never, I always thought about sleeping too much because I think about depression when I think about that, but sleeping too little, I never thought about that. I never thought that would be a sign for, um, a warning sign but it could be because you're just you're always up you're not sleeping so your body is out of whack completely Um, withdrawing or feeling isolated showing rage or talking about seeking revenge displaying extreme mood swings now the extreme mood swings could lead to anything that could be anything but if it's if it's to the point where it's not something that's chemically imbalanced but it's you're in the schizophrenic lane, then that's something that needs to be checked out. Um, Now, there are risk factors, of course. Um, Now, they do not cause or predict suicide, but rather, they're characteristics that can make it more likely um, for an individual to consider, attempt, or die. It can be any of them. Some of the risk factors are homelessness, we do know there's a huge, especially in the United States, a huge homeless population. And sometimes they also decide to just give up alcohol or other substance use disorders, mental disorders, mood disorders, as I said, schizophrenia, anxiety disorders, um, history of trauma or abuse, uh, even living in the past to the point where, you know, you're reenacting things that you've seen or you heard and it's kind of you can't get out of your mind uh impulsive and aggressive tendencies previous uh suicide attempt family history of suicide as i mentioned recent job or financial loss recent loss of relationship easy access to lethal means means you're just gonna you know you have access to guns and If you're thinking about it, you can go and do it. Local clusters of suicide lack of social support and sense of isolation especially in this this world of the internet that we have now I mean we've had the internet for a while however social media can put so much pressure in comparing who you are to someone else and and why you aren't where you should be at and this is the time and the season for you to be here and you see other people that are less talented doing what you want to do and they're further and you're not and you start to put yourself in this box and you start to say I'm not going to be there I'm not going to get there I'm never I need to just give up and my life should be over Um, cultural and religious beliefs such as the belief that suicide is a noble resolution of a personal dilemma which of course we have seen with um, those that have come into the United States and blew up the towers um believing that there is a god that will allow them to kill other people and kill themselves with it and they believe that that's a that's what god wants them to do that is something that is selfish because they're killing themselves but they're killing again everybody else that had nothing to do with that plan of them. Um, Lack of health care, mental health, substance abuse treatment. And, and these are just some risk factors, but there's a lot of things and a lot of warnings to look out for when it comes to suicide. And the most important is knowing yourself and being aware of friends, families, loved ones, young children. I think spending time to talk to kids, especially today is so important. It's more important than ever. Uh, when I was growing up, I didn't have a cell phone and I didn't have access to go on YouTube and watch these videos and watch what other kids were doing and seeing people advanced, uh, more advanced than I was. Um, and just, you know, talking to your, spending time talking to your children, what's happening in school, who are their friends, who they hang around, do they eat lunch by themselves, do they eat lunch with a friend, Um, are they following a group, you know, what's happening in gym class, just everything, because without knowing that, you don't know who they are being influenced by or who they are influencing whether it's good or bad and most parents when things like that happen may say oh my child was such a good child and I don't know how they could have committed suicide and killed themselves and I was right in the other room but the question is were you paying attention to this child were you giving them attention um there are kids that are in foster care and, and that are in homes that are not conducive. They may be abusive at times, um, not good living. And so they feel unwanted. They feel not needed. And, and they may make the wrong decision by saying, no one wants me here, so let me leave this earth. And then I didn't have opportunity as a kid to even know how to kill myself. The thought of that as a kid, it's mind boggling because I'm like, how do these kids know what to do? I know you've seen movies and the the teenagers have slit their wrists or attempted to slice their wrists with a knife or, um, but really hanging yourself and, i mean there's so many different ways i guess and and watching having access to watch how to do it and then going and doing it is just it it hurt it hurts my whole entire heart and i know i've said that several times but it's really true and i feel like more than ever this is the time where you really have to talk to your children um more than ever it's crazy that there is suicide rates for children ages 5 to 12 and they're normally um, twice as high for black children as for white children and then once 13 to 17 happens it, it reverses or flip-flops so to speak but there's no color it's not about color at all the truth of the matter is that we have to talk to our children and we have to know that it, it can get better. And whatever they're going through, we can help them get through because maybe we went through it already and they just are unaware. And so for that reason, I think it's necessary, um, to, to talk to your children. There's a trend now, and sometimes it's, it's a fad of suicide and 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 the risk factors that go along with that um family history get to know what ha- what's in your family who's in your family are there mental issues in your family are there health disorders in your family are there there things that you need to be aware of things that you need to be praying about things that you need to be a- to speak to your children about so they know and just doing the research, you know um even with with younger children um playing outside, it's just it's so many things, and so I say all this to say that it's time for parents to get involved in their child's life because seeing all of these suicide um you know news letters or um just what's happening in the news with all the teens whether they're teens or 10 or eight or nine whether it's bullying or they got bad grades in school i remember when i was in college this guy he jumped off of um one of the balconies to a dorm room um and killed himself because of the pressure that his parents put on him to get straight a's in college life is not that serious that we can't decide to live and not to put so much pressure on uh, these children and not to let them put that much pressure on themselves. And if there's an issue in a school and the, the authorities in the school cannot rectify it, pull your kid out because it's for their safety and your and sanity as well. Um, That's it on this topic. I know it was kind of a serious show, but it's necessary. Talk to your kids and even yourself. Uncover and discover what makes you happy and live. Life is short. We don't know when the time or when the end is here, but we do know while we're here on this earth, we have to live life to the fullest. We have to give our all and we have to empty ourselves and whatever your purpose in being here, do it, go after it, love what you do, what you do and don't regret it and don't regret it. So this has been another episode. I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a wonderful and blessed week. Peace. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, laughed a little, and most importantly, learned a lot so that you can apply it in your week. If you're not already, please follow me on I'm Not 20 anymore on Instagram and on Facebook. And don't forget to share this great information with your friends and family. Until next time, stay blessed, keep growing, and live every day fulfilled because girl... You are not 20 anymore.